0: Ashley, who landed the in-house copywriting job of her dreams. They all started with this free training, and you can get started with that same training too. Sign up right now at freecopywritingtraining.com. Are you ready to learn the keys to copywriting success? My name is Nikki Krawczyk, and I've been a copywriter for more than 20 years, writing for multi-billion dollar companies down to solopreneurs and every size business in between. My co-host, Kate Sitars and I, along with the rest of the Filthy Rich Writer team, are sharing everything we've learned in our decades in the industry so that you can start and scale a successful copywriting business of your own. To us, being filthy rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and making great money doing it. Let's dig in. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Build Your Copywriting Business Podcast. Hey there, Kate. Hello. Oh, one hello. Well, you know. let's see how this episode turns out. Man.
1: Bad omens. Uh, is that- I
0: guess I'm in the doghouse today. Hello, hello, hello. hello. I maybe I should
1: do three. That's, That's well, it's four.
0: Um, <laughs> all right. We'll get into it. So today we're going to talk about software. And you guys likely know that our policy about software in general is if it is not going to pay for itself many times over, you don't, don't need it. it. Yes. There's so many things in business that can be very tempting, like, oh, I need this software. Oh, I need to be testing pages with this software. Oh, I need this. And then, oh, I need... Well, and then to feel like a professional, I need a really nice desk and a really, all of that stuff. And you can get to that point where you can add software and add things onto your business, but make sure you're making money first. So we're going to talk about software that you can use today and that can be very, very helpful for you. But we're going to talk about software that all has a free level. Mm -hmm. So you can use it. uh, And I think almost all of them you can use indefinitely for free. Um, Often you might not get all of the features and, you know, the paid version has all the features and maybe you can evaluate, maybe you want to upgrade eventually, but If it's not going to pay for itself many times over, don't invest in it. At least don't invest in it yet.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So free software. Kate, where do we want to start? Let's actually, let's start with um, project management.
1: I was going to say, Asana's top of mind. We love it. Our team loves Asana.
0: Exactly. When you have a lot of different client projects going on, lots of different deadlines, lots of different... um, things that you have to keep track of different types of deliverables all that kind of thing project management software is a lifesaver you can save files to it you can set deadlines you can set mm-hmm. reminders you can break a project up into smaller tasks you know work on this on monday work on this on tuesday work on or you know work put in a half hour toward this project on monday any of those kinds of things but it can be a really great way to not have to rely on your poor human brain mm-hmm. to remember everything you need to remember.
1: Yeah, there, there's no way. And it's, you know, you could put things on your calendar, but it, then your calendar quickly becomes just a mess of versus doing blocks of I'm going to be working during this time. Whereas your project management breaks down, maybe, you know, again, 30 minutes, I'm going to work on this and 30 minutes on this or an hour or whatever it is. And the other nice thing with, especially with Asana, is you can look at your tasks in different ways. So you can look at a list of upcoming projects from what's due the soonest to what's due further, further down the line. But you can also organize it in boards. And I've done this depending on the month, the quarter, reorganized it in different ways. So, for example, for a while I was doing um, a board that was like projects that will take me or tasks 30 minutes or under. And then an hour, or these are an hour longer. I need to break them up into smaller, smaller chunks. That worked for a while. And then just times things happen, you work, the way you work shifts sometimes. And so I realized those boards weren't working for me and I changed the the headings on them. And it became more of what I want to do during my high productive focus hours versus what's my like low admin tasks. Because I think when I was looking at the 31 hour longer, I would start with the 30 minute less important things, get them off my list. And that was sometimes during my peak peak working time. And then the bigger ones just were like, oh, I don't want to do that. So you can configure it in different ways and find what works the best for you and how you want to organize everything that's on your to-do
0: list hmm And I like to use the – I like to use the just my tasks list. Really, it's literally just a list I can go through and go, okay, I finished that one. Um, You get that dopamine hit of crossing things off your list. But I also like to use the calendar a lot. Mm. And I will switch over to the calendar and see – what is coming up for that day and then what I have scheduled out for the next couple of days. And this can be especially good for freelancers because if you're talking with a client and you're like, they're like, oh, I want it next week. And, or is it possible for you? Maybe it's a better way to say it. Is it possible for me to, to get this next week? And off the top of your head, you go, I can't think of anything. So yeah, absolutely. Sure. Get it to you Friday. You can go in, instead, you can go in and see what you have scheduled out. And again, if you've scheduled out, all right, like, okay, I'm going to spend an hour working on this client on Monday. I'm going to spend two hours working on this client on Tuesday. And this, you can look at your Schedule and see, like, oh, I'm actually really busy on Monday and Tuesday. So I'm going to need to keep Wednesday a little bit light, which means I'm not really going to get started on this until Thursday, you know, whatever. But I like being able to see tasks in that kind of linear to do list form, but then also see how they actually map out on my calendar to see what are my busier days and what are my lighter days.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think the other nice thing to Nikki's point, I, I mean, I just have a blanket rule. I will not book a project with a client. If they contact me today, it's going to be at least two weeks from now. At least if it's a small, tiny thing with a client I've worked before, maybe I can squeeze it in sooner and do a rush fee or whatever. Fine. But the nice thing is take a beat. If they ask you, Hey, yep, let me get back to you. I'll get back to you by end of day with, with my availability and actually tax out and say, okay, they want this due by this date. Here are all the things that I need to do to get there, and kind of look at the dates of when you would think is it is it too much of a crunch? Do you need an extra few days to get all the tasks once you break them out and assign dates to them? Is it feeling a little too a little too tight? We're obviously not project managers, but we are for our own businesses. Like we have to play that role. Uh, so the more you can have a tool like this that you can get in there and assign dates and start figuring out what actually works for you and actually visually. Seeing if this takes this much time and I have this other work, you get a better picture than just trying to wing it.
0: Mm-hmm, exactly. And we're big fans of Asana. We use Asana personally and then for, for the business. Um, but there are other ones out there. There mm-hmm. is Monday, which I think also has a free version. Mm-hmm. Um, ClickUp. Uh, Trello. Trello. there, Yeah. So take a look through and you don't have to commit to one or you can try one out and then try a different one and find which works best for you. Um, But project management software, I think back and I think, oh God, I wish I had had project management software when I was a full-time freelancer. It would have made life so much easier.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I will say for my personal for freelance, the free version is enough for me on Asana. I don't need all the bells and whistles. I like it for our company and what we do, but it's not it's not something you necessarily need, which is the nice thing. You can get a lot out of the free, free version.
0: Mm-hmm, exactly. Well, and so then kind of going along with the working software, and this may be one that's already just you already use it automatically without thinking about it, but um, the Google, Google, the Google, the Google, the Googles, the Googles, um, Google Sheets, Google Docs, Google Drive—all of that kind of stuff—it makes life so easy. I use both Docs and Microsoft Word, but uh, it's—I could see someone. Being all in on Google Docs, since it is very flexible, you can sign in on different computers and still have access to all of that. Because if, you're, if you are saving things in your Google Drive, you can get access to that drive from anywhere. Saving to the cloud means you don't have to worry about your computer crashing in the middle of a project. Yeah, don't
1: say things on your hard drive.
0: Everything goes to the cloud.
1: And Drive has so much storage for a simple word processing doc. You're going to have plenty of space without having to upgrade at all. Mm -hmm. And the nice thing about, I would recommend everyone have a Microsoft Word version of some kind with your clients. Uh, With Google Docs, you can download it as a Word doc and send it to your clients. It's so much easier than sharing a Google Doc file and then you're going in there to do revisions and suddenly you see like anonymous panda shows up and you're like, Oh my gosh, my client's just like spying on me. And then another like anonymous alligator. And suddenly you have this whole fleet zoo of animals watching you as you perform copy. I don't know about you. I don't want to feel like an animal at the zoo. Uh, so this is, this is genuine. This has happened. <laughs> you can tell it's
0: Nikki's so- cracking up, but it's, <laughs> Scarred from it clearly, and then yeah. I'm also now just picturing you in in the monkey house.
1: Um, <laughs> I mean, that's how it feels. I'm just, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but the other thing is, uh, interestingly enough, I have uh, had worked with clients, and so a lot of government slash big healthcare those types of companies run on Microsoft. Like they are, they got big contracts with Microsoft, and that's what they use. And so I have a client that cannot open Google Docs, like they're. However their internet is set up at their company or their VPN, they're not allowed to access Google Docs. So should that happen to you, that might not happen to you, but uh, it's it's really nice to be able to just send a word doc and have have the client have that version and not worry about little spy monkeys oh. watching you.) <laughs>
0: Bye, monkeys. Uh, well, and okay, so yeah, is Microsoft Word free? No, it's not. But in that scenario, if your client can't open Google Docs, that will, that is software that will pay for itself many times over. Yeah. yeah. Well, and um, one that I have been using for a while uh, is an app called Todoist, <laughs> which is, you know... Todoist. Um, it's there's an app, and then there's also uh, a desktop version. And I often have both of them open. And it's really, it's I'm sure that there is more, more functionality that I'm not even touching. But it's really just like a list app. And so I will use it. I keep it for you know my my CVS or my Walgreens list, my grocery list. I keep packing lists there. I keep all of and you can cross stuff off on the list if you want to. Um, or my packing list. Generally, just stay there. I mean, how many times have you had to rewrite? At least I always have to write it down. Like, oh, don't forget the charger for the phone and then the charger for the, the toothbrush and then the toothbrush and the contacts and the, all that stuff.
1: Ooh, the contact. I forgot my the contact contacts. case the last time I traveled. It's the worst.
0: Maybe it's time for dailies for you, Kate. Maybe. We'll talk about that after the call. Uh, but then just, I'll forget uh, those. Yeah, but you will. It's true. It's true. Um, but I like to do this because, uh, it's very easy to add to the list. I think, Oh, I am out of milk, add it to the list. And then I've got it there on my phone. I can take it with me as I go grocery shopping or Walgreens or go to, I don't know, office max office depot. If I need something for the office, Oh, I need printer paper. There you go right I there.
1: Good at that. I keep thinking yeah. you're forgetting something. No, just, I literally add
0: yeah, yeah. it right now. I need printer paper. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, the next thing, which I'm going to throw you for a loop because I'm not going the direction you thought I was going to go, but in product productivity vein, so apps that can keep us focused, that can, uh, block, block sites, you know, the, I'm notorious for putting my phone in another room and then I'll bring up Instagram on a, on a web browser <laughs> and start scrolling, which is not effective. Uh, so I think freedom is one of the ones that do you use freedom? Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I also consider myself notorious for finding myself with Facebook or Instagram open and going, how did I get here? I do remember opening this tab and all of a sudden I go, oh, I'm commenting on somebody's story. What happened? Um, so freedom, how
1: long have I been here? How long
0: have I been here? Where am I? What season is it? Um, It's great because they're same. They have a one for your phone and then one for your computer, Uh, but you can set up sessions where you can block the internet entirely if you want to or you can block certain pages or certain apps or or that kind of thing. And I believe on the phone, you can block notifications. You can block it for a certain period of time. You know, you can say, oh, for the next hour, I don't even let me have access to the internet. If I try, I think it brings up a page that says, nope, you're in the middle of a session. Um, But you can also, like I said, you can customize it. If you're working on stuff for a client and you're like, well, I'm going to have to Google this stuff or I'm going to have to go to the client website. So I can't not have access to the internet. You can, if you know, for example, Kate, if you know that the, uh, the web version of Instagram is your, your
1: guilty pleasure. Yes. Your
0: Achilles heel, your bet noir. Um, then you can, Put that, put that URL specifically in there, you know, Instagram, Facebook, anything else that you tend to go to mindlessly and then find yourself on that page. So that could be a great option as well.
1: Mm -hmm. So another thing that is a free, there are a lot of free extensions with Chrome. I use Chrome as my web browser and one that we recommend to copywriting students all the time is the, I think it's called go full page is the name of the extension and what it allows you to do you install it and so if your copy is out you did a web page for a client or banner ad or whatever you see something in the wild that you did or you just want to for a swipe file you're keeping other things Uh, you can press the little extension when you're on the page it takes a screen grab of the entire page and then you have that and you can put it in your portfolio because as CCA students know, you don't want to, A, drive people away from your portfolio site to another person's webpage. You just don't want to do that. But B, links break all the time. So you might be driving to a page that you wrote copy for and it might break. That's happened to me. It's really embarrassing to have someone be like, hey, your link's broken. And then three, you might have, the link might work, but it might not be your copy anymore. And it might be not copy not even just copy that's not yours, but copy you really don't want to take credit for because it's not great. So that's also happened. So you want that full page screen grab, Even if you don't share the full page, you can then you know crop it and share whatever piece of it that you want to share in your portfolio.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they let you download it as either a PDF or a PNG, mm-hmm. which makes it really convenient. PDF is good if a client's like, hey, can you, do you have any samples? Can you send me? You can send them the PDF. Mm-hmm. Um, the PNG, to Kate's point, can be really great for cropping or just for using the whole thing on your portfolio or for swipe files. If you find, say, a really, If you find a really great sales page and especially with like digital companies, the sales pages can be so incredibly long. And instead of trying to copy this screen and copy the next screen and copy the next screen, this, um, this extension will just do it all at once. It's very easy.
1: Mm -hmm. Another free, a little more fun, uh, but it allows us to plug our playlist. Our pitching pump up playlist is Spotify and well in the podcast too, you can find the podcast on Spotify. Yeah. But Spotify has a free version and I'm still on the free version because I'm a copywriter. I want to hear these ads that are coming up and I want to see the copy that on the desktop version that has the banner, I guess the phone too, the the little banners that come up often with the audio voiceover. So what's the voiceover copy? What's the banner saying? Uh, this, this now has become a copy pl- a plug for <laughs> ads on Spotify. Keep the keep the reversion, um but obviously if you there is the upgraded version that you can get at free
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: thing.
0: yeah, and i I don't know actually it's a good question um i the kind of music I usually listen to while I am writing is very different from the kind of music I use. Oh, yeah. I listen to any, any other time. Um, I might play some pump up music to get myself ready to sit down and get down to work. But when I'm writing, it cannot have any words that Same. I understand at all, yes. which means it can't even, I know a bit of French and I know a bit of Spanish. So if the, if, if it's French or Spanish music playing, and even probably a little Portuguese, cause there's close enough, those romance languages, um, I can't have that going because then my brain's going to start trying to translate it. Or with others, it, if if it's music with words in it, my brain's going to start wanting to sing along Sing to along. It. Yep. Yes.
1: I start typing them. Yeah, I start. That's how I learned. I was like, oh, I typed a bunch of lyrics that aren't mm-hmm.
0: copy. Yeah. So I will, and I know some people are like, oh, classical or jazz. And depending on the mood, I like... Um, I like soundtrack music, instrumental Mm. soundtrack, because often you can, the problem for me with a lot of, um, a lot of classical or jazz is that it's very mellow and that's not always, I don't necessarily want to be relaxed when I'm trying to get work done. You
1: want like the Game of Thrones soundtrack, like something going to battle
0: <laughs> sometimes some some john williams uh you know indiana jones superman kind of music yeah. but there there's so many amazing instrumental soundtracks out there that um you can fill up a playlist very easily put it on random and you're still going to hear interesting music and it'll still be great background music um, but it's not going to distract you with words
1: Mm-hmm. So one other one that I know a lot of CCA students actually quite like is Dubsado because it makes invoicing your clients super easy. You can kind of put together your templates and boop, boop, boop. That's, that's you plugging in numbers and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> boop, boop, boop. And then hit send. And it's it makes the invoicing process much, much easier uh, among other, you know, just basically client management software. So knowing what clients are in your, your roster and where things stand. I believe the free trial, it's, it's indefinite in their free trial, but I believe you can only have up to three clients on the, the account. So when you're first starting out, obviously you can try it out. If you only have a couple of clients to begin with, great. You might be set with it for a little while. Inevitably you're going to get to a point though, where you have more than three clients and you might upgrade them to one of their, their paid plans. But again, if you find that invoicing is a pain in the butt for you. And this, this really makes it easy and streamlines it or takes less time. Consider your time with all of this, with, with, with anything. So if your hourly rate, you know, whatever your typical hourly rate is, if this is going to save 75, hundred, 150, $200 worth of your time each month and what that costs over a year and when versus the software do that math and take that into account. And you probably realize that, okay, yeah, this is actually, this is going to pay for hours of my time and it's worth it. Another thing, Zoom, having Mm -hmm. some sort of video conferencing, obviously Google, if you're in the Google world has Google meet. I know that they've changed their kind of time limits and for the number of people that can join for both Google and zoom have, have changed that recently. So definitely check out what you need, but for many things, the, the free version will get you by. And if not, the paid version is going to pay for itself when you know, you're having client meetings. It's,
0: mm-hmm.
1: But often too, you, the client might set up the meeting on their end. So, but as long as you have then the zoom account that you can join to their meeting, you're, you're golden.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Well, and along with that, uh, along with the, the meetings, scheduling meetings via Zoom and all that kind of thing, um, Calendly is a great option, uh, like Calendar but with L-Y instead of the A-R, um, is a, a great option for booking meetings with clients without the back and forth of, Oh, okay, well, what time would work for you? Well, I could do two or four or six on Friday, and you know, whatever. Uh, if you know how much time it's going to take, you can set up a you can choose one type of appointment. So you maybe you set up your appointments to be a half hour, and you can just send them through a link, and they can book it whenever it is uh, convenient for them, which is very nice. I would not start out with that. I know sometimes students are tempted to just put a Calendly link on their on their website, and that's that's too much commitment that early in the process with a potential client. But once you two have emailed a little bit, then that's a great time to send through that link and make it through, make it easier for everyone. And it can sync with your uh, your Google Calendar, your Outlook Calendar, or whatever digital calendar you use. Just be sure to say. <laughs> keep it, yes to keep those calendars updated and to make the parameters around those meetings because it looks really bad to send through a link and say yeah, schedule it whenever. And then realize that, oh, I forgot to put, you know, this, my son's doctor appointment on the calendar and now I have to reschedule with this brand new client when I said, schedule it whenever. It's not a great look. Is it, does it happen sometimes? Yes, absolutely. But if you can possibly avoid it, definitely do so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I personally don't use the calendar booking because I know my calendar is not always as tip top up to date as I want it to be. So, and I want them to book whenever they want. I want to bookend my meetings. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to keep my meetings as close together as I can, you know, batch them essentially. So if I don't want to have one Wednesday morning and one two hours later, like it doesn't allow me to get going in the zone. Mm -hmm. And so I personally haven't found any calendar app that lets me best block off my time in a way that I want, which is very particular.
0: Well, um, Calendly, with Calendly, um, you can't, it's the paid version though, I believe, where you can have different types of appointments and say, for example, you only want to take um, discovery call appointments from two to four o'clock on Tuesday and Thursday. You can set up that type of appointment to only be available in that time period, uh, which can be very convenient. Uh, And then you don't have to worry so much about blocking time off. You just know that when you send that link through, the only options they're going to have are for Tuesday, Thursday from, I think I said two to four. So again, that's, that is the paid version, but I want to say the paid version is like 12, 15 bucks. Yeah. It's like eight bucks
1: is the next level up, they have Um, a few levels.
0: Exactly. Again, though, if it's like, well, um, yeah, I'm going to use this all the time. Wait and make sure that it's actually going to be something that you truly do use and truly do need before you make that purchase because it's, yeah. it is. I was
1: like, me, I used the free Calendly and I was like, it's just not, mm-hmm. it's not saving me anything. Yeah.
0: Um, it's so, so easy and actually sometimes kind of fun to say, well, then I get this software and then I get this software and then I get this software. And before you know it, you can look back at your look back at your numbers for the year and go, "Oh, I've been spending two hundred or even three hundred bucks every month on software that I thought was so essential, and I know for a fact, I haven't even opened up this software for four months or something like that." So start with free with the software we've talked about today, but really with anything, any, any options, even, you know, we talk about, um, um, journals and, and goals and, and planners and all that kind of thing, you can probably make your own and do just fine with it. Um, just be very judicious about how you spend your money because it can add up very quickly. And you will eventually get to the point in your copywriting career where you're making so much money that you will be like, oh, $15 for Calendly. I'm not sure I'm going to use it, but, um, but let me try it and see if it works. And then a couple months later, you can say, all right, Mom, yeah, you either you do use it or you don't, whatever. You'll get to that point where you can be a little freer with your spending. You never want to be completely free. You always want to be aware of what you're spending money on, making sure it's useful. But especially while you're getting started and you're ramping up your income, just be be smart about how you're spending that money. Um, And especially when there are so many free versions of the software. And you can use it to... to, um, Evaluate. If you use the software a ton in the free version, okay, well, then maybe, and the, 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 um, enhancements of the paid version are worth it for you, then great. But I would always start with the free version to make sure it's actually even something you're going to use and something that will work well with your schedule and the way that you like to run your business. So We've given you a bunch of stuff to go out and Google, maybe sign up for, but again, make sure you're signing up for the free version. I should say too, um, free as of the moment when we are recording this. But of course, these podcast episodes and uh, YouTube videos live indefinitely. So if um, if you go to these sites, make sure that there isn't an automatic end to their free period. You know, oh yes, it's free for 30 days, and then we're gonna automatically start billing you. So just be aware of all that that stuff. Do your due diligence before signing up for anything and certainly before giving anyone your credit card. Um, But these can be really great options to enhance your productivity and enhance it for free. Great software that you don't have to pay to use. Okay. So you've got some stuff to Google, potentially some software to sign up for. And with that, we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye everybody. Like what you heard? subscribe to the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast so you never miss any copywriting tips, tools, or tactics. And if you think copywriting might be right for you, check out our free on-demand video training at freecopywritingtraining.com. We'll catch you in the next episode.